uh, one of our uh, staff members, uh, Ann Smith, um, told me a story uh, recently um, about her family and her parents, and they, they grew up in Long Island. Uh, and her father, uh, Robert, uh, worked in New York City at the World Trade Center hundredth floor at Aon Corporation and uh, he always got to work early and you know went about his work he was a very popular guy and did a lot of great things for his company for his workers but he was also very involved in his faith at his parish at St. Anne's in Long Island and uh, also you know helping build orphanages in Haiti and things like this so really a great man great example and he was at work on 9-11 20 years ago and his son uh, worked down the street uh, from the Trade Center at St. Vincent Hospital as a doctor and was uh, talking to his son uh, from his office on her 100th floor of the, the second tower and he's like you wouldn't believe what I'm seeing uh, this you know, explosion is Something has hit the Trade Center and the other building, and there's just an enormous fire and smoke and debris and things falling out of windows. People who are smashing glass hanging from the windows. They're, they're jumping uh, from the windows. He goes, you wouldn't believe what I'm seeing. And his son said, well, are you going to leave? And he goes, no, they told us to stay in our offices, so I'm going to do that. And, um, that was the last time anybody spoke to him. And he, he died after the second plane hit and uh, was unable to get out because he was above the, the impact zone and the tower went down. And it was a long time later that uh, the family, the mother, Suzanne, uh, Bob's wife, uh, Anne's uh, mom, uh, lives in Geneva now. got a call from the group that was doing the cleanup and recovery and all that, uh, saying that they had found a piece of his body, a piece of bone, and that uh, through DNA they had been able to identify him. So they were able to have closure, but, you know, a long time afterwards. And so that's a, a, a terrible thing for a family to go through, and that was a terrible thing for our country to go through. And it's the example of the family and what Ann told me, uh, and I'll kind of bring that to a conclusion in a minute, uh, that I, I, I just want to, to focus on. There's a lot of reasons in our lives where we can be angry and, and hold on to things. You know, as a country, and we can look and say, well, you know, what a terrible thing. And, you know, and as a nation, we have to defend ourselves, and I'm all for that. Uh, but I'm talking on a personal level. Uh, what do we do with the things that happen to us? Do we forgive people? Everybody here has been hurt by somebody. And I'll bet you most of us here have things that we still hold on to. That we haven't let go of. One of the biggest blocks on grace is, uh, is unforgiveness. The more unforgiving we are, uh, the less the Lord can do with us. So Peter 
in a moment of spontaneity and joy and uh, influence of the Holy Spirit in response to Jesus' question, who do you say that I am? He says, you are the Christ. You're the anointed one. You're the guy. But Peter, he, uh, he's like us. It's a massive contradictions. On one hand, he's saying, Jesus, you're the guy. But the next moment, he's saying, but you don't have to die. So Satan's whole deal was to keep Jesus from embracing our, our humanity, embracing the death that was the curse of our sin, and undoing it. Satan didn't want Jesus to do that. And here's Peter saying, you don't have to do that. Get behind me, Satan. We look at that, and we say, okay, there's nothing he hasn't done for us. And we stand there at the foot of the cross, which is the victory. We stay there because that's where the victory is. If we don't stay at the cross, we're not part of the victory. We have to stay there. But not just to look at it, but to live it. Whoever loses his life saves it. See, we can't have the victory over all the forces of evil in this world unless we're willing to die to ourselves. And one of the major ways that we have to die to ourselves is to get over ourselves and to say, who am I to refuse to forgive somebody in my life who has wronged me, no matter how much I might think it's big, when the Lord has done this for me and when other people have experienced far greater wrongs and forgiven other people? Who are we? We're not. We're not. Get behind me, Satan. We're here we have to forgive people. Without exception, no excuses, no, well, you don't know what, no. We've all been there. We are not allowed to hold on to anything at all and say, it was, it's too big. Brothers and sisters, this is the Christian life. We're either here living out the cross, dying to ourselves, or we're not. So there it is. Nobody said it was easy. It's, it's death. But he did it. Others have done it. We have to do it. Otherwise, we shall have no portion in him. I'm going to share with you, Anne told me I could share this with you, uh, this text that she sent me. Ann Smith is the daughter of Bob uh, and Suzanne. Bob died in the Trade Center. Okay. And she uh, said this. Our family has never focused on the evil of that day. That takes away from God and it just takes way too much energy. Instead, we've always tried to focus on the goodness that was brought out in everyone after, after 9-11. People have asked if my faith was shaken that day, and my natural response has always been, absolutely not. If anything has been strengthened, if I didn't have faith in Jesus, I wouldn't have been able to face that day. I consider myself very fortunate to have been raised by my mom and dad, because without them, I wouldn't have the faith that I do today. So brothers and sisters, some strangers flew a plane into her dad's building and killed him. 
It's grace that allows us to look at things like that and say, I forgive. And if that can be done, so can anything in our life that we hold on to, which pales in significance to what Jesus and others have done for us. Amen? All right, let's stand and pray. I believe in one God.